Hello once again, this is Kevin Johnson of Leverage Consulting bringing you the next Organizational Excellence Podcast installment. Today, we're going to talk about sharing numbers and results. So interestingly enough, many of the owners, managers, doctors that I work with, there's a little apprehension or anxiety about sharing numbers and results. The reasons behind that are numerous and it ranges from everything from people gaining incorrect perceptions about things, people taking the information and doing something with it, or any number of things. We can come up with a reason why something won't work for pretty much anything on the face of the earth. Let's face it, if you drink too much water, that can be bad for you too. So we can come up with a reason why certain things are going to be bad for us or why it's going to backfire on us. But we also need to start looking at what are going to be the positives. And I can tell you from 20 years of experience of working with different teams and practices around the country that most team members have no idea whether they are on track for practice or business goals. They have no idea whether they're on track or not. And most times when they do get feedback, it's not constructive feedback. It's usually bad feedback, poor feedback. Essentially, it's feedback saying you didn't do your job. Really, when it comes down to it, as owners and managers, team leads, we really only have about two choices on the type of sharing or feedback that we give the team members. One is bad feedback, which again is essentially saying to someone you didn't do your job or just consistent feedback. And with the latter, the consistent feedback, we're providing feedback on a routine, consistent basis, whether we are on track or not. So whether it's filling the schedule or not, whether we've met a production goal or not, whether we have, for example, whether we are on track to place 100 additional implants per year or not, whether we have kept the inventory costs below the benchmark or not, whether our accounts receivable is within the benchmark or not. Interestingly enough, just in the last couple of months, I've run into instances with team members where they literally have no idea whether they are meeting the practice objectives when it comes to, say, the schedule. They thought, well, all I have to do is keep it full. Well, keeping it full with things like post-ops and torque tests and things like that is not even going to pay the power bill for today. For some, they have no idea. They just think they're getting really good prices on things, but yet they have no idea, no feedback on whether we're staying within the guidelines of the inventory benchmark again. And then the other is accounts receivable. I mean, if you think about it. If I'm responsible for managing the accounts receivable in this practice, if I'm also utilizing other team members within the practice to help me keep the accounts receivable to a manageable level, one would think I have to actually step on the scale at least once a week and see, am I within the guidelines or not? Am I moving the accounts receivable in the right direction or not? So being able to even run an accounts receivable summary report every week to see, is it moving in the right direction? So if we already, if we ran it and we determined it's just too high, we got to, we got to get this number down. Then we need to literally look at the activities that are going into reducing the accounts receivable. And then we have to look at the end result, which is the accounts receivable summary. 
that's really the only way team members on a regular basis are going to know whether they are on track or not. And if you want to teach people and empower people to do their job, manage their job, and be self-sufficient, share the numbers. Because that way they know whether they're on track or not. They know whether to prioritize their day or not. They know whether to ask for help outside their area or outside their department so they can get this back on track. In my recommendation to you, share the numbers so your team can do their job better. So there's your Organizational Excellence Podcast. I thank all of you for listening in. It's really cool to see that the audience is growing, the listeners are growing. But with that, thank you again for listening to the Organizational Excellence Podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode.